What I want to tell you is that I, I laugh and I cry. In two weeks since you trained here, you went from a kid who would not smile at you, would not spend time with you, right, to a kid who was smiling and happy to be with mom and dad. By the time we're done with her, you see, she's totally ready, ripe. She wants mom and dad, right? But yes, I know so. And and you, you don't even start yet. You just change your attitude, right? And And what's interesting, first of all, is watching the videos online, I always think, do it, don't do it. Don't. It's a backup. It's not for people in crisis. You don't, if you have a kid who needs CPR, you don't put on YouTube and try, start to do CPR. I do it as a backup. A lot of people, though, are being helped in earlier stages. And But if you're in crisis, and you're a perfect example, two wonderful people, smart people, trying to figure out on the video, but you needed to come here. And in two weeks of training, before you even started the real stuff, just your vibe changed. I once sent out an email back in the days before WhatsApp, which the emails had, anybody remember email, right? So it had a title. And the, the title was, your vibe is huge. And this Hasidish guy said, my vibe is huge? <laughs> so um, I, that's when I started my weight loss program. Um, your vibe is huge. So now here's why I'm happy. That Baruch Hashem, she has a mommy, she has a daddy. You spend time with her. Now you're going you're gonna to be able to be like her boyfriend. You're going to be able to say like, would you like to go out to eat? And she's going to be like, okay. And then you're going to buy, you buy her a gift. She's going to feel good about herself. A girl who can walk around for how many months? Unhappy? Months. 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 Almost, a Almost a year. Unhappy. More than a year. More than a year. Unhappy and in a war with mom and dad. And mom and dad mean well for her benefit. Right? Being upset at her for acting. Going out not so awful because we love you. An unhappy child ends up where? On drugs, with on the street. Rechuk, 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 rechuk. And wonderful parents are doing it. They're taking a kid with 102 fever, and by the time they're done, they have 105 fever. Out of love. Out of love and bad advice. You have to put your foot down. It's your house. You have to have your rules. And then you go back month after month to the person giving you advice, and it's like, things are not getting better. Yes, it's my house, and I set the rules. But what if she says, beep, 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 and doesn't listen to the rules? What's plan B? Stronger rules. Lock the door. They're pushing our kids out into the street. Where if you don't have a relationship with mom and dad, besides for the fact that the Baal Shem Tev, the Chazanish, and all of our four, over 4,000 sources tell us that the only way back to Hashem is mom and dad. So they're giving that up for your rules in the house. Besides for that, emotionally, they end up drug addicts. They end up being abused by people on the street who are just they're dying for love. And there's people who will give them what they think is love until they find out that it was just using and abusing them. So there's such confusion. Such confusion. So I'm happy and I'm laughing that now she, he, she your daughter has a mom and a dad who are, who are going to be there for her and you're smiling and you're happier and she's happier. It's going to calm down the house. All the other kids are going to, we're going to explain to them. We meet with them. We work with them. They're going to be happier because they hate having a sibling who's miserable, angry, wants to burn down the whole world, and is spewing hatred at mom, dad, God, fighting, arguing, all that goes away. All that goes away. So, I'm happy. I'm crying though, because never what she went through for a year. 
She went through for a year thinking that I lost my parents, I lost my family, I'm, I'm, I'm alone in this world. A Holocaust survivor. But meanwhile, her mom and dad are here, and they look like really nice people, and you would have done anything for her, but because people told you, blah, 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 so now she became a victim of a Holocaust that never was supposed to happen. Now I want you to imagine this, envision this. Envision that you are her respirator. Mom and dad. You need both respirators on a hundred. Preferably. If you only have one, you only have one. But for full health, both respirators on a hundred. The child misbehaves. Child is going through a hard time. Child is rebelling. Even if you don't understand that it's coming from pain. Child is, is hitting a teenage or young, breaking out, rebelling. So then you rip out the oxygen, the respirator. How's that going to help? How's that supposed to make anything better? They're going through their journey of their problem, whether it's usually pain and trauma, or let's say we have a real Russia. So now, mom and dad are going to turn on you. How's that going to help the problem? What, what does it fix? It doesn't fix the part that's broken. It doesn't fix. Let's say, they just I, I don't care anymore about Yiddishkeit, I don't care more about, about Hashem, I want to be Michal Shabbos. Again, that's not the story here. Okay, but let's say it is, and we say, yeah. Well, so, that's not. but that's not the cause of all right. this, right? So then, then we say, oh yeah. So we're not going to look at you, and we're not going to give you money, and we're not going to give you this, and we're not going to give you love, and we're not. Gonna, we pull out the respirator. The kid then, do they wake up and they say, you know what? I just thought about it, and I decided Shabbos is great. No. So why is the gut reaction to use rejection tools? When all of our gedolim are saying never reject, the Chazanish said loy litchaisem chalila. So when parents reject, they should say, "Listen, I know what to do, but it's just too hard for me, and I'm doing a sin. I'm doing the wrong thing." They don't even know that that it's a sin. They don't even know they're going against the Chazanish. They don't even know that they're making themselves worse. And a lot of people are giving them advice to do those things. So Baruch Hashem, you, you ended up here, but there's thousands of parents that are not here and that are being given advice that causes the children to go from 101 fever to 105 fever. Causes the children, they still have the same problems, plus, I feel homeless, my own parents don't like me. My own parents don't like me. Not love, like, they don't like me. My friend who's a kip, he told me before Pesach, my parents don't like me. And if my parents don't like me, that means I'm not likable. I am not a likable human. And Cholomite, a few days later, tried to kill himself. Because my own parents don't like me. You understand? And I'm not telling you not to say I love you, but and you have to say that, but that's not enough. Because you would love me if I was Down syndrome. You would love me. You love me even if I'm a murderer. Unconditional love. It's in the Bria. You love me. I like you is about you. There's something to like. And the truth is, when I ask all of you about these kids, even at their worst, they're sweethearts. They're very messed up because of what people did to them. And they're, they're very confused. They don't know up, down, night, day, straight, gay. They're, they're very confused. But they're good. There's what to like. So we take away all of that. I don't like you. In the name of Hashem. So it just makes it impossible for them to ever come back. So I'm happy for you that you're here. Welcome aboard. Baruch Hashem. By the time we're done, you know, their friends 
have so little to offer compared to mom and dad. You have much bigger budgets. Even if you have no budget, it's better than all those friends outside. You can you can make their world. You can wow them. You can really, really be kind of a child and really give them the love that they want. When they go out with friends, they don't feel good about themselves. Most of the time it's wasted. None of the plans usually they don't work out. And they feel low. When they go out to, where did you go with your, with your boys? To Cancun? Puerto Rico? They feel wholesome. They're with mom, they're with dad, and they don't need, they don't need it. Eventually, they end up, the friends end up falling away, and what's left? Mom and dad. That's all. Mom and dad. So you have to be the best friends that she ever has, which means no criticism, even b'machshava. I don't look down at you, I don't judge you, I'm on your side. I enjoy you. I enjoy you. Is it embarrassing? Yes. It's less embarrassing than it used to be. It's not 1985 anymore. Right? In this generation, the best families have, have Nabuch, unfortunately. And people are going to talk about you, so let's give them something to talk about. Sounds like a good title for a song. Let's give them something to talk about. And they do talk. And 95% or more, you know what they say? That's what you need to do. Most people are smart. Most people are going to say, Azoi Dafmatin, was sick and tired of burying Jews. Every day there's another suicide, there's another, there's another overdose, there's so much going on, and you walk out there with your arm around him or around her with pride, this is, this is what I got, this is what God gave me, and I'm doing what I need to do, and you have the Baal Shem Tev on your side, and you have all of your teachings of uh, your Chabad, so you have the, all of the teachings of the Lubavitch Rebbe on your side, no Rechuk, no Rechuk, I have a sister, I'll call it whatever you want. You have all of that, you are doing good, and then people take a look at your strength and they say, that's what, that's what we need to do in our dar. And you have a couple of idiots. So the first time that they go out, yeah, wait. First time she goes outside Shabbos afternoon wearing, you know, the, the skirt that they sell in the belt section, and, you know, I always say that these kids, they're not, not sneistic, they're just a bucky in Hilchasukah. So they have Goraches, Gorasik, Daifin Akuma, Lavud. There's this every three Tvachim. Okay. A little humor, please don't be offended, right? So you walk outside with her, you go around the block three times. And you think, Zeh Khalifasi, Zeh Timurasi, Zeh Kaparasi. And that's it. You never have to look over your shoulder again. This is what I got. This is my kid. And we're going to save her Bezrat Hashem. And your other kids are going to look up to you as saviors. And you explain to them, under Das Torah, everything you're doing is under Das Torah. This is the derech, this is our derech. No Jew will be left behind. We're not being merachiker. She's not going to be homeless. Whatever she's going to do, we are here to save her. And you'll teach your kids based on their ages, the Zaira Kaddish. And we have also those beautiful sketches that one of the skips made for those younger kids, the caricatures. You'll teach them that. You share the sibling groups that I gave you. With the siblings, some of them are funny. They like listening to them. You share the Divrei Torah from the book at your Shabbos table when the kip is not there that are all about learning stories and Divrei Torah from our tzaddikim about acceptance. This is the mitzvah of our dar. People want to just snip, snip, lose, 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 lose. There's no reason for it. It's temporary insanity. They're going through Gehenna. They want to die. They have depression. They have anxiety. They have all kinds of mental illness. And they, they're just confused and they want to be saved. And there are those that don't have any mental illness and they're just not interested in Yiddishkeit. 
okay, they still deserve a mom and a dad from a human point perspective and from if you ever want to get them back anyway, that's the only way. Rechuk doesn't do anything for anybody physically, emotionally, psychologically, or spiritually. It's, it's Rechuk, rejection is a dirty word. And we only do it because of a human flaw. We're humans. It hurts. We have neighbors. That's the worst. And we feel that we're losers, which is not true. We feel embarrassed of our family, which we shouldn't. Fine, we have to overcome that. What you two did in two weeks of overcoming your your stuff and being able to respond to her the way you did is remarkable. And I always say I'm in a room of angels. Rabbi Sral Salanta said it's harder to change one midah than to learn the whole shas. You just change your whole perspective. And you look like you're enjoying it. It's, it, isn't it less sour than the you're not leaving the house this way and, the, and your blood pressure boils you can't leave I'm going to be embarrassed in it now you don't need medication right That's a lot less stressful. it's less stressful you're go, going along with her and look what happens in two weeks and this is what the world doesn't understand she opens up to you she's starting to share her life with you it's going to be much quicker that you'll find out where her boo-boo is because these kids cover up and they don't want to share. It takes two, three years, even for TP parents, but they will feel, you're my confidant, I could share with you. And she tells you where she is. Do you know that there are parents out there, hundreds or maybe thousands, they have a tracker on their kid's phone and they track the kid, they can't stop the kid, so they just have a heart attack the whole night watching, going into this train, going to this place, and never feel so bad for them. Your daughter calls you. And, and you're like, sure, I'll pick you up. You gave up your sleep, you give up your night because you're saving your daughter and her friends, right? All Jewish kids, I call them puppies, right? All these rebellious kids who look, they're smoking weed and then eh, puppies. They're just looking for love. They want you to blast their music and say, wow, what a great song. And they're happy internally, really. They're so happy. I always say, what would happen if these kids were the same but they really didn't want acceptance? I would have no medicine. The truth is, they're, the mushy kids, they're dying for us to accept them. And they want to be accepted in all of their glory, in all of their dysfunction. Is that so different than us? Are we that different when we look at us compared to Hashem, compared to previous generations? Don't we go into Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and we want Hashem to accept us with all our dysfunction? Ain Adam Ela Rashtos. So, like, we're comfortable with our Rashtos. But their rakshas we're not comfortable with. Like I always say, like their sins, these kids, they're not like Hamisha or Hamisha sins. Right? We like Hamisha sins. You know, Lashon Hara, destroyed the base of Migdash, but that's like a Hamisha sin. You know, making fun of people, putting people down. That's like Hamisha sins. But Tznias and Shabbos, these are not Hamisha sins. We're not okay with it. The truth is, we're not okay with anything. But we want Hashem to accept us. And if Hashem would reject us, we wouldn't be here anymore. It's only because He always loves us and keeps the door open that we are able to come to Him. It's not not only that. Think about it. Hashem says, "I know you're going to sin," and we, and and that's much bigger of a of a of a dysfunction than the kids sinning against us. Hashem created us, gives us air, everything we have, right? And He says, "I know you're going to sin." I even created a day. I even created a day. Hashem 
hang on, I don't want you to be on camera, so just wait one second. Right? Hashem goes ahead and He created a day for us. He said, I'm creating a day for a spiritual car wash because I know you're going to mess up. And I'm going to give you a day. Can you imagine parents telling that to kids? Listen, July 17th, I'm creating a day, amnesty. Just tell me all your sins. Say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and please, we are terrible, you are merciful, and amnesty. Right? That's what Hashem does. Because sin is part of life. So we are very comfortable, maybe too comfortable with our sins. Although I told you last Jim Kipper, the guy next to me, he was by Achet, he was crying so bitterly, I started to get jealous of what he was doing. <laughs> he had it some year. Same joke, right? So anyway, bottom line is, we're really doing for them what we want Hashem to do for us. And Karachim of parents like you, Abanim Kain, Terachim Hashem Aleinu. That's my tefillah on Rosh Hashanah. Please Hashem, the way that UTP parents are having such love and success at keeping your kids home. You know, all those kids that she's going out with who don't have a home, our kids are home. 99%, 98% even. Very high percentage. The other kids are floating around on the street, sleeping by... TP parents' homes and, and need you to pick them up because nobody else is going to pick them up. Also, I want to say there was a father here who the kid, he told his, his kid after 12, like you all should, no questions asked. You or your friends need a ride, wake me up. My phone is on. It's not so cool. And this guy, he had a kid very rebellious and he would go ahead and he would call his father 3 o'clock, 3.30 a.m., 4 a.m., father would wake up for the day already and he would pick him up at Crown Heights from Brooklyn or from within a half an hour or Manhattan and stop off at 7-Eleven on the way home blasting music in the middle of his sleep Mesir Asnefesh Mesir Asnefesh that he had for his kid but so many kids Nabuch overdose died, his kid's alive, his kid is home, his kid is much, much, much much better than, than Utah and boot camps and rehabs and all of that so my hat goes off to you. I'm not wearing one, but if I was wearing one, it would go off to you. Remarkable. And now you got to just ingrain it inside and hang on for the journey. Because once you open up that door and there's relationship, you're going to hear and see stuff that you wish that you didn't see. Always remember, though, but at least I'm, at least I'm in their lives. The only real choice parents have for out-of-control kids is whether you're going to be in their lives or not. You can't stop them from going to the pride, whatever. You can't, you, you can't stop them from anything. You could just either give them parents or they feel emotionally that they're Yisayimim, Av, that they're orphans. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to give them parents. We're going to hang on. We're not, we can't control them anyway. I never asked anybody to stop doing anything that was working. But you, this car was going through the, the red lights one after another and you tried hitting the brakes, tried hitting the brakes. It didn't work. So now I'm saying forget the brakes. It's not going to work. Just going to make it spin. So it's a little uncomfortable. What? We should do nothing? I always get that. Parents should do nothing. They look at you parents. 24-7, you're busy doing nothing. You're busy 24-7 taking care of breathing life into your kids, being there for them as much as they need, being their friend wherever they let, going on vacations with them to keep them happy and plugging their life with fun and putting up with all kinds of sounds and smells during these dark years. And we all hope that we'll all be Zaycha that you should all see your kids walking down, you should all walk down that aisle to that beautiful chuppah, and until that, we should be zeichet to her miracle. When she came, you'll share later, son was dating a shiksa, a goya, a non-Jew, and now he's learning in Eretz Yisrael. Baruch Hashem. Superstar. <laughs>